You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Well, it's that time of year again. It's time for our yearly Fast and the Furious review. Which is to say, because there's like one like every year, right? Pretty much. It's just it like. It feels that way. It, it, oh, yeah. I thought it was time for us to make right unhappy. <laughs> like, it felt that time of the year. When we <laughs> first started doing these, Ben wasn't even born yet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Nathan wasn't born. Let's be fair. You and know, you've it, retired like five times over at that point when they much, started. Yeah. yeah. Chris had driven the first motor car. Fast <laughs> and furious. Not the first one, the second one. You, invent, you invented it. You invented it. No, don't don't conflate me with that racist Henry Ford. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I, it's, you what guys, a piece of shit back that in Chris's day, he called them fancy people's horse cops. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're here to review Fast X. Or, as they actually sent out in the press release, the press, don't call it Fast X. It's really? like Roman. Yeah, they actually were like, it's Fast 10. That's how they Oh, I thought they were going to say it. Fast Roman. I was well, like, well, he was barely. The marketing department is a mess then, because everyone's seeing X everywhere. Yeah, it's, no. Everyone, it's, it will be Fast X. Well, they had to switch up the title structure, but they still wanted the pun. Fast 10, your seatbelts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also looking very much forward to the obvious porno that's going to come out of this. Uh, fast XXX. When have uh, they well. not changed up the title structure in this franchise? <laughs> Which, right? you know, that's- when someone was pointing out to me, it's like, so there's going to be three Fast Xs, because this is the first of three. So- <laughs> oh my god, the last one's going to be Fast XXX! No, I mean, but people are like, but wait a minute, that other Vin Diesel franchise, yeah, XXX. I was-, <laughs> I was about to say, they're, they're like, going to the Oh Sanderson. my god, he is secretly <laughs> XXX They're gonna the entire say he time. Had a, he has a twin brother he doesn't even know about. Who is this? Man, really that was John Cena. <laughs> Honestly, let's fucking go there. I'm like, let's do. I mean, I've always felt about these movies since like four, pretty much. I don't know. Fuck it. Like that's, that's kind of my whole take. I'm like, ah, and that's their take. Like the fans were going, man, laughingly because they'd never do it. But wouldn't it be funny if they drove a car in space. And what did they do? Well, that's, yeah. that's what's so great about it, is all the fans have had lobotomies, and so <laughs> they don't give a shit. <laughs> if, honestly, that's where I, I like this franchise in general, especially five. I think it's kind of undisputed, like. The fan favorite, the best one, one of the fine films of the last decade. There's a so. fifth it, one. It is a trash. <laughs> is it a? Tr- it's the well, trash action masterpiece. Yes. Fast Five. Once they start, <laughs> once they start listening to the fans and literally putting their ideas in the movies, it's yeah. like we're kind of losing the plot. I, like, you know. I think it is admirable though. That they did listen to the fans so much. They're like, you know what? These fucking idiots. They have some <laughs> Al- really good so ideas. Alan, Alan, Let's put this shit in the movies. Points. Let me ask a real question that we all need to ask 
Right? When did you stop having fun in your life? I have fucking fun all the goddamn time! You shut the fuck up! And then he's like, earlier, before the movie's like, no, all these movies are terrible! But I like the last Wonder Woman movie, and we're all like, oh! Oh, look, hold on one second! I will say this, Wright talks a big game. I was in this movie with him. He was hooting and hollering. He was was the loudest person in theater. He was having a very fun time. Look, I was having a fun time. Will I ever watch this movie again? Absolutely not. (laughs) But, I will say... This was bad. But go on and continue the review. <laughs> well, speaking of, so the person here who doesn't like Fast and the Furious movies and yet keeps showing up for the screenings of them is right. Hello! <laughs> I'm still baffled, but okay. Uh, you do you, right? We love it. We love you. Hey, it's all about family. As long as you bring a bottle of whiskey every time afterwards, we're Hey, anytime. <laughs> At least it's not Corona, goddammit. <laughs> and then I got my wheel man here, Alan. Hello, hello. Alan, only good takes, never bad takes, Galinsky. Okay, that's what the streets are calling me. I have to to adhere to it. Is that Ludacris's nickname for you? No, it's just you know the streets are buzzing. You know the the streets streets are not one person. Your streets ahead. Yeah, the streets ahead. (laughs) Okay, Uh, and then we've got Ben. I'm really just trying to appear like Pete Davidson. Oh. Yeah, cameo appearance. Oh. But we do have a cameo appearance like Pete Davidson on this review. Bring back one of our, our good friends, an old member of one of us, Nathan Flynn. Hey, I've been actually waiting here the whole time in your couch. Like, I'm uh, Jason Momoa through all Fast Five. Where is the, like, what is it, the ballet move? The, uh, uh, the, the nutcracker. I'm the big, nutcracker. I'm big fan of the nutcracker. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing here is, as he's referring to, this movie ties directly into what is certainly the fan favorite film. It's not my number one, it's my number two, but uh, Fast Five. What is your number one? Seven. Okay. Seven is okay, by far my favorite. And you know what? Yeah. I'll say, since I haven't watched it, oh my God. it's my least favorite, oh, the I, fifth one. You know, you uh, can just so, type down. Right? <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge and cr- critique this movie based on its merits, which has very little, but we'll continue. <laughs> one of these days, Wright's going to actually watch Tokyo Drift and be no. like, that was the best movie I've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, is, that seems very implausible. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm, you know what? dislikes five? The maybe? only way that you can do this is that if we, if the whole goddamn series comes out on like Blu-ray or 4K and you have to make me watch it on digital models. Honestly, there's only one Fast and the Furious movie that people who don't like these type of Fast and the Furious movies probably would like anyway, and that's the first one. Because it's the one that's not over the top dumb. Well, it's, it's, it's if you like Point, point break, break, it's a remake like of Point yeah. Break. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Now, we should state, it's not over the top compared to Fast and Furious movies. It is well, still yeah. both I mean, it's as over the, over the top as much as Point Break is over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is speedy 100%. and mad. Yeah, but no, I mean, certainly it's like, it's, you know, it's way behind in terms oh, of implausibility. Because that's the thing with these movies. The fans, and shut up, right, uh, are like, <laughs> I want it to be as dumb as possible. I enjoy the completely implausible physics and the just over-the-top craziness and all the tropes. Like, uh, someone was telling me, when they went to see Fast 9, that when Vin Diesel says family, the whole crowd started screaming and cheering just yeah. the, from the line. And you're like, this is a weird fucking phenomenon, but it's it is one weird. I've gotten sucked into myself. I'm like, I like it. Even the ones I don't like, I've rewatched. Yeah. See, yeah, <laughs> I'm at a point now, like, I'm not, I'm not anywhere close to a fanatic, but like, I will watch every one that comes out as they come out because. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, they suck me into this, like, the, you know, even if you're not that crazy about it, you're still family. They're, they're like, like the step-up I'm up a third movies. cousin. They're, they're like the step-up movies, where it's like, I don't really like dancing, but that was some spectacle, and I had a great damn time watching that. I both like, like, I like watching dancing. I grew up with dance. Yeah. And the step-up movies are genuinely dumb as hell, and also 
really fun because yes, exactly. of the spectacle. Oh, oh my god, that's what they should meld with. Is step up. I would I would kill to watch like a uh, uh, Channing Tatum what? and Vin Diesel get into a dance. Oh Weren't they going to do Twenty One Jump Street at some point? Wasn't that a rumor? They wanted Jump Street. They wanted to do Bad Boys, but apparently the the egos butt heads. The whole idea would be Dominic Toretto rides off, and then sirens go off, and then Bad Boys cues in and. <laughs> Man, yeah. that would slap. Yeah, but then you have to get Michael Bay involved, and no thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. I know and how you Lawrence. feel about that, but me, no. And Martin Lawrence, please, well, let the man retire. Yes. I don't care if he wants to or not. <laughs> let him retire. Just force him to retire, <laughs> for God's sake. back on what you were saying about the franchise right now is past five, they are very dependable, fun theater experiences. Mm-hmm. No matter what, like, I'm not the biggest fan of eight. I had a blast watching eight in a theater. Yeah. Same with Hobbs and Sean. I'm not a big fan of that one. Eight either. is weaker just because they forgot that what we like to see is all these guys loving each other. Yeah, we like that. that they are all fan. That's a big part of it. And that one breaking up the team in a way that, oh, nobody trusts each other. Nobody wants to see that. We want to see Vin Diesel being like he is in this one, the old wise man in the mountain, imparting <laughs> aphorisms to anyone yeah. who comes Jesus within Christ. walking distance. And, and that was part of like, like the elephant in the room of the series is after Paul Walker died. It's like, what do we do? Yeah. And eight, I think, is like the biggest. Well, I don't, I don't really like nine either. But eight and nine is like pretty big victims of that. This one, I still, I still think it looms over the franchise. It was like such a key component of what made the franchise work. And it's just like, but they don't want to kill him in universe because they have like obviously there's a lot of affection for the man in it. So like, right. kind of keeping the legacy of his life alive. Yeah, but sure, but like. It is. I don't know, it does something to the storytelling in these movies. Well, we were talking about it before the movie started. It's kind of like a double down sandwich without them, without Jordana Brewster, and without Paul Walker, where they are the plain white bread that allows the chicken to sing, allows all the marination. Like, every, oh my sweet God. every bit with like Tyrese is funnier because you have like twenty minutes. Oh no, of I movie. gotta stop you there. Don't don't you bring there's, down to double down. There's never been a funny bit with Tyrese in these. Oh uh, no 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 Tyrese in nine when he's like. I think we might be invincible because crazy oh, shit that was, keeps happening. Right, I take it back. That part uh, was, that was that, really that funny. Also, really in funny. six, where him and I think him and Ludacris try to fight the dude from the raid. Oh my god, get oh, that kicked. bit is so good. And then yeah. it's like, God, don't well, tell maybe I'm just this. thinking about this movie because honestly, oh, nothing in this movie. I enjoyed this movie quite a bit myself. I enjoyed it more than any of you guys, but. All the bits with Ludacris and 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 grading. And, uh, I think the word is grading. Not funny. Yeah, just like oh my god, please well, stop. It's, a, it's stop. again Chris, going back to what you said. With the problem with eight is so much of this movie is they separate the team from Dom, and it's like okay, I actually don't want to see the B squad anymore. As much as I oh, like those characters, don't you've you written them so poorly? In this it's, movie, it's not. It it's not about them b- being separated. It's the problem is being them separated in a sense they're not friends. That was well, the problem. That? That they're like, oh, we're all hunting a dom. I'm like, nobody, no, don't do that. Yeah, is that what AIDS about? But it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's also, so anytime, anytime it, it dom comes stupid, in with actually, them, yeah. when they're picking on Tyrese, and then, and then dom is like supportive of him, it's like, you know what? All right. It's like, stop picking on your brother and it becomes funny again. Like, all right. That's so what's funny. I'm going to go, uh, we got to, we've been already for 10 minutes, so I got to actually talk about the plot here. There's a plot? I, well, actually, yeah, there who is. knows? Uh, Pretty deep plot. I actually, yeah, it was weird when Ben, you were like, I didn't understand anything that happened i'm like i understood, oh, no, I understood everything it. i just said it didn't work <laughs> I, I don't know i made sense to me but um so 
this starts with basically scenes from five and there's a moment there early on where there you see paul walker i'm like oh my god are they cg'ing paul walker and then i realize oh wait no this is five you're like oh yeah i was like oh, thank god <laughs> I, I was mercifully, nervous throughout the movie that it, they were going to try to pull that off it, it helped me no, because they, they i had literally no idea what the fuck's going it. on yeah although his daughter apparently had a cameo appearance i assume she was the girl that they bumped into and john cena bumped into in the airport because it was a yes he was oh moment. that's it who was just it was. like an actress who had a line you're like why did that happen it's because i think she's paul walker's daughter. it's good to have friends yeah. in high places <laughs> i also thought the moment was just for him to be like we're going to make sure we're appearing on camera uh, right uh anyway so it turns out that there was a whole nother very famous person who was there in five <laughs> that we never saw when we watched five which is jason momoa is there like, oh, romero uh, uh, <laughs> who's the son of the terrible villain from from five who they ended up killing so we're like we even saw like like he's Spoilers. like in the car with uh like they, you, you remember there's a car with a minigun on the top of it there in the final bridge scene and like he's driving the car it's really funny and you're like, like yeah. It's funny when they kept, because it's like, it, the film grade looks, everything looks different. It's, it reminds me of, remember, I think it's like season two of Community, first episode, Jack Black's in it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I was there the whole time. And they flashback to scene, yeah. season one. And he's just like, this is crazy, right? <laughs> it's really gives that okay. energy. It's but that really title funny. card drop with Momoa's eyes opening up. They know what they're doing. Like, yeah. when yeah. you oh. watch the movie, yes. they're, they want you to cackle. They're like, and they want all these things to continue to, to loop back on themselves. I mean, as you pointed out earlier, with three going like, oh, now we know that this was out of order and like, oh, well, you know, everything loops back on itself in the series. And so this just makes sense, right? Yeah. Oh, well, let's introduce Jason Momoa, one of the most popular, heavily muscled guy actors working today, but who is pretty goddamn good at comedy. And I didn't, almost all the villains here have been, if funny, sardonically funny. Yeah, Momoa, yeah. they picked to play, as, as you pointed out, right? Cesar Romero, yeah. basically. And flamboyant as hell. I was saying he really, I honestly think he has character inspiration from, for people who are aware, Jonathan Van Ness from the Queer Eye series. Yes. <laughs> when you said that, I felt so seen because, like, <laughs> w- the, there's a scene towards the very end, uh, where he's giving another fucking speech. And, uh, <laughs> it just, it actually felt like Jonathan, just was coming out and like doing it's, the roles. It's a really. It, it's, it would have been better with Jonathan. Well, and say, none of us, none of you, other than me, saw Slumberland with him. He's basically doing the same thing. But that's where he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm basically a mythical being inside your dreams, going crazy." Yeah, it's but, like, uh, it's, okay, now I'm doing that in well, real life. No, was he as so, flamboyant though? Right. Well, yes, the idea actually, is is that. He's still pissed. I don't know why it's taken him 10 years to catch up, but he's still pissed that he had to wait for the franchise. Even though continue. he didn't really like his dad, that his dad was killed by these guys. And so he's like, okay, I built up this incredibly elaborate revenge plan that's not just about killing him. It's about making him suffer because family's his biggest thing. He's like, I'm going to take away all your family one bit at a time, which launches with basically a, f- a, his t- his B team being sent a mission in Rome that turns out isn't actually from Mr. Nobody, who doesn't appear in this film, but obviously will in one of the next two because they're like, I don't know if he's dead or just disappeared or what. It's hey, the hey, funniest. We, we have it locked down Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we think we can get him for three, so let's just put it out it's there. It's the there. funniest lingering thread from Nine because Nine is like the search for Spock, the search for Mr. Nobody, right. and then they're just like, yeah, never found him, but I guess we found family. Yeah, but they definitely, they mention enough that I'm like, he's going to be in one of these. And yeah. he'll end up being like a key 
uh, hand of God, machine of God, yeah. de- Deus Ex Machina. But we get his daughter, moment. played by Allison Brie. Really? Brie, Brie, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Damn it. You, you, you were thinking about community. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank that. you. Yeah. But like, where even she's like, yeah, my dad might be dead. I really don't know or care, but let me help you because I like fucking with people. So that, that agency, the super secret, top secret black ops, agency beyond HQ. black ops, uh, has now turned against the team as well, uh, with Alan, uh, Rickson. It's Rickson, Richson. right? Richson, uh, who you have, might have seen other things like what Blue Mountain State yeah, and, and Jack and Reacher, Jack Reacher, um, who Jack Reacher is the show. somehow the most swole guy in this whole series at this point. I don't know how that, that you can keep getting more swole. Yeah, I, I think I audibly gasped at the size of his biceps. <laughs> They're pretty I, So did Vin Diesel, and he was like, God damn it. No. <laughs> the next thing will be like, Vin Diesel and Alan Richkin are feuding on, on the set. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get an Alan Richkin. <laughs> when, when The Rock shows up as well, they're just going to all start peacocking at each other for a whole scene. <laughs> their, their biceps are like... Bah, 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 bah. Uh, so not only are they set on this uh, mission that's not really a mission by Jason Momoa's people, but like when they get there and everything goes wrong and it involves like big bombs, it sets them up and his whole team as terrorists. And then the agency that normally would have gotten their back is no longer getting their back and now is chasing them as well. Everybody is kind of sent off on their own things. Some people are captured. Will you be quiet, please? Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> See, I, that's, I will murder you. <laughs> It's interesting. I know it's a joke, but the first act of this movie is when I was like, holy shit. They kind of did it. Like, it was really working. Yeah. The I'm whole, for, up, up until that action set piece that really worked. One, because the whole team was involved in it and there was all that bouncing around and it had probably the most practical stunt work, I think. Yeah. Like, the most, like, cars really crashing in the cars. There was a well, lot of stuff. This was a goddamn, could, like, flashback to the five. No, I'm talking about the set piece with the bomb. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah, I yeah, was yeah. A really it was great. Good scene. Incredible. Yeah. Like, like the, among the best racing like bondian type sequences in the whole series really i know it was like top tier and i i really thought like it was a bit of a gambit to open the movie with the one of the best climaxes from one of the best fast movies yeah and i was like man they're kind of setting a bar here but then when that first action set piece after that it's out i was like man is this movie gonna do it is it like (laughs) and after that is where the movie got it a little more disjointed and wonky and some of the action is a little more disconnected hmm like, yeah. it's, it's my feeling, and it started no, to kind of go down from there. I'm with you on that, ways. because even when they bring in Rich and they're like, yeah, little nobody's going to be out for a while, so I'm in charge, and I'm immediately going to say, we're after these people. It's like, he didn't report back to anyone that, like, hey, some of our oldest best friends are uh, being set up right but, now well, it or doesn't. Anything, it or? doesn't help, too, that his introduction and Brie Larson's introduction is, like, in some of the worst green screen. Th- that that was also ridiculous. Also painfully bad acting from both of well, them. It screams, and I know it screams that, reshoot. Because like, they know, don't care! And I know both of them can act. That, and I that was that like, scene, what? That scene looked like watching, if you ever played any of the old Command & Conquer games, like one of those old video games, <laughs> where they did a live-action scenes with a big actor, and it's like, it's oh, good. you had them for three days on a green screen. No, gotcha. It, let's, it, let's it was forget, exposition, the scene. Let's not forget that this is indeed the first one of three, so even though Almost everybody comes back. I mean, I would say, like, everybody, if you count a post-credit scene, uh, I think like, a lot of people get a little bit of like, oh, now you piss me off and they leave and you're like, okay, so they'll be in the next one. More. Yes, yes, but yes. there's so many fucking characters in the series. This movie would have been four hours long if everybody it's, got an arc. I, th- <laughs> I think it's worth mentioning that this movie had really troubling shoot with Vin Diesel kicking out Justin Lin, who had directed most of the franchise, also worked on Community, did the paintball episode. Mm. Um, and we're seeing 
incredible set pieces by Justin Lin from Fast Five right before getting to Louis Letier set pieces, which are all very functional and very fun. Actually, I really liked his set pieces. I, I kept going, the strongest thing in this whole movie, other than Jason Momoa's hysterical villain, <laughs> are the set pieces. I was deeply impressed with them. I love Letierie fall, falls back on one of his old tricks, which is, let's follow the adrenaline with CG thing in a wonderful sort of nitrous shot. And I was like, whole audience started laughing. I was like, I love this shit. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was like, really good. He does good. stuff like that through here. He does a lot of his old, he falls back on a lot of his old tricks, but they're kind of specific to him and yeah. I had a great time. I mean like I said that Rome scene alone was Man, like that was like fucking 30 minutes one. or something like that. It I, was I, like I, a long but, but it was yeah. so adrenaline pumping and even though with everything that happened in that the most exciting point was the simplest real physical stunt. The practical the stunt thing. with the motorcycle? There's a practical yeah. stunt with the oh, motorcycle yeah. that involves oh, like yeah. getting over like a blockade that was like that was badass as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's See, when you know the movie is broken when you have like a simple little thing like that and people are cheering and then everything no, else that's fucking crazy. It's Michelle Rodriguez is fun to watch in yeah. these movies. It's, yeah, it's because you're cheering more for her, the character, that she did it without even breaking but, a sweat. Which I will say is, know? going back to what Terrier does so well is also physical fight scenes. Yeah. The fight scene that Michelle Rodriguez gets in this movie is so good. Versus yeah. Charlie. You think so? Like, oh he shoots it like shit. I it's, thought it's a little close and cutty. Yeah, yeah it was so I close still, and cutty. I still had a lot of fun I couldn't, with I mean, scene. I could tell it, what was going on, but like, man, it was so uninteresting. It, it wasn't as crisp as Lynn's direction, but it kind of reminded me of a lot of James Wan's tricks that he uses in Furious 7, where it feels like the camera itself is tumbling with the fighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't it's know. It's very kinetic. I, it may not be perfect, but I think it still gives the action room to breathe by uh, being kinetic. I was a little mixed on it. There are points of it I really liked. There are points of it I didn't. But it's it does seem like it's turned into a Fast and the Furious trope now at this point. There's going to be a point where Michelle Root Rodriguez gets into a brutal fist fight with another chick in the series. And yeah. kicks their ass <laughs> no matter what. And I'm all for it. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, and Charlie's... <laughs> all right. So Charlie's there on in this, right? But she's not the big bad. In fact, she's one of the first side characters that actually appears in this movie... Because she comes up to Dom, shows up at Dom's house all bloody and goes, look, I know that you have every reason to want to kill me, but here's the deal. Enemy of my enemy is my friend type thing. And she tells him the story. Jason Momoa showing up and yada, yada, yada. And Jason Momoa, the whole, actor? Her, shut up. Her, take, taking over her, uh, her, her whole business. And these movies have a... One of the tropes I love the best is that bad guys eventually become good guys in them, you know? I, every I, one I, of them. I love, oh, not everyone. Several have died. <laughs> we still are waiting for the set, for the other Shaw brother to be awoken. Yeah, but no, he was awoken. Did, oh, you're right, he did. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah, they either die or they live long enough to become one of the family. Also, you're giving Charlize Theron not enough credit because she's like, look, I'm pretty pissed about this too, but yeah. I'm here. But they like, how in the fuck are we going to turn her, who's like one of the most villainous villains ever in the series, into a good guy? And and it's really the enemy and my enemy is my friend situation. We're like, okay, I guess she's on the well, team. Richard, Richard, in that scene, despite all of the bad of that first scene with him, he does have my favorite joke of like, look, it seems just like everybody runs into these people, they choke to a barbecue and their family now. What yeah, the fuck? You're one beer and some barbecue. With, <laughs> well, and I, I, I wanted barbecue. to say out loud, like, 
Thank you. No, but that's the point. Like in the last movie, we all referenced earlier with them going like, "Are we? I think we might be like immortal. I don't think we can be killed." Yeah. It's are, it's another dumb movies made smart. It's another self aware. another self aware moment smart. of them going yeah. like, "Yes, we're nodding at the things we all already know." That, that <laughs> I don't think so. Right, right. Look, I think these these no, are movies are made for dumb people to make them think that they are. Smart. No, never, those are Christopher Nolan movies. Yes, it's exactly. Never so oh fuck. But but what you're saying with that, it's never so self-referential that it it becomes self-defeating, which is a big problem with the the meta. So so there's a thing that I think we tried to explain this to you in the last review, right? As well is there's a thing that and you did it poorly, evidently. That if you've actually watched this franchise, it's the fact that it's evolved where they understand where you see the cast progressively go. So we're going to go more absurd, right? You see them stop for a moment almost every movie and realize it. And that's why, as fans, you can appreciate as it gets more, quote-unquote, stupid. Because it's like, they've actually done by steps for ten goddamn movies where it's just like, honestly... Sure. It weirdly feels like when you're watching these, because there is a certain amount of very, very like low level self awareness there, that the cast are also fans of the Fast and the Furious yeah. films, mm. and they're just like, we just love this, and and what do you guys want to see? Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of the Oceans movies. There's the joke of like, so why is Oceans twelve in Europe? I just feel like having my friends over to my European villa. And we decided we shoot a movie, and it's like it's kind of like that, but they all want to drive cars. Well, see, that's. This is where I started. If this movie feels like we talked about the director going, the disjointness of it, which what hurts this movie the most. The issue is I feel like this movie is structured around people's shooting schedules Mm. and not by a real script. Like there's people sectioned off all together for probably like a couple weeks at a time. And then that Brie Larson scene is definitely a reshoot. It's like, and it feels really rushed, poor CGI, green screen stuff. And I think that's what hurts the movie the most. Set pieces are good because a lot of that's previs. There's a lot of planning. You shoot the stunts. So the set pieces work and some of the action works. And Jason Momoa is just like eating up any scene he's in. But other than that, shit feels very much like, uh, let Hope do this. We have, we have Ludacris for two more days. We have Tyrese for like two more days. We got to get all the shit done. <laughs> wait, wait, like, it's, what it's, else are they doing? Well, I mean, to be, still fair, recording? to be fair, I think they're recording, they're making all three films at more or less the same time. Yeah, this so one has the biggest I don't think budget they were, of any of them. I don't, this has a higher yeah, budget than Avatar 2. I, I don't think that they were, um, like uh, uh, going off to some other film project, they no, probably just man. had another scene to film for one of the other two. And, films. and it's, it's very possible that the next two have a little more of a cohesive. This one feels very cobbled together. Like this release date's coming, we got to get the shit we need to get this going. And I'm hoping that the continuation of this final three of the final tenth movie, like, comes together as a little. There's some. There is some. There's definitely something. It doesn't feel like a real movie. It feels like a highlight reel. Of like uh, previous Fantastic <laughs> Fest, or, um, yeah, but people Fast loved movies. Rocky Four, which is what that it, it's is. It's a full montage, yeah, but it's, this feels very. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Who, I just watched that with you, and yeah. fuck that movie. You know what I mean, though, right? I do what know what you mean, uh, and that's what, like <laughs> at least it was like merciful enough that it was explaining, like, hey, so this is where this guy came from. I was like, uh, 
Okay. And, uh, cause I, I haven't seen any of the other ones. I've only seen Fast 9 and this. And it at least, expl- it did it well. It explained it. And it was like, okay, whatever. Like, just, cause yeah. it's so fucking dumb to begin with that it was like, it's easy to understand. Are oh, you talking about the exposition scene where he's literally showing clips from the past movies to her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> so, and also it, any it, goddamn scene they told me. like, who was filming these? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Justin Lin. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to shut off his production. I mean, the problem is that there's so many scenes in this movie that just don't get a full payoff. There's there's a aforementioned, you know, cameo for B. Davidson, which could have been great, but the scene just feels like it's just there to be a cameo. Again. They don't have a payoff. And it's who, for a joke that falls Yeah, so again, who was in that scene? I know, him? but the point it's, is... It's every if, scene if with Davidson's character actually funny. had a payoff to where they move next in the narrative... Then I would have been for like if he brought them to who they see next. But it, I don't want to spoil. But, but the whole scene is unnecessary. No, what I'm saying is they made the scene unnecessary and they toppled it with even more over the top weak comedy between you know uh, Ludacris and Tyrese. Which I mean, is like you, you're doubling down on making them more useless by putting them in a scene that then doesn't have to be in the movie. Uh, y'all, y'all were talking about when we were coming out of the movie like this could have lost a bunch of stuff and been a better movie, and I think. If they had gone with, we don't know what happened to them after the heist and cut all of those scenes, that would have been better. Like, mm. like there's no reason for most of their stuff they do after the heist, the, the attempted heist, uh, you know, that goes wrong in Rome is over or like, this is just there to show ludicrous and, and, uh, Tyrese not getting along and then getting along. I, I actually, I, I'll piggyback on that because that's actually a great take on this. Um, the big thing that this movie's lacking is a moment where the team comes together in any form because they just have their one fuck up and then they have the team assembling, including Jason Statham, who appears in this movie for a fun sequence that could have standed to be more of the movie with Han. Yeah, I would have had- rather seen more Statham and Han than exactly. the stuff exactly with Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It should have just bifurcated between the Dom, the John Cena, his kid stuff, yeah. and then Statham and Han. Speaking of John Cena, who comes into this movie all of a sudden, and then is like, you know how I was my personality in the last movie? Well, I'm a compl- I'm Peacemaker now. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and he he and is so wonderful in the role. He, he's just having a good time. He is such he's, a good natural comedian. He's being delightful and fun, and all of his scenes are with uh, Dominic's kid, right? Which you think, ugh... But it works. Yeah, because even the really kid's fun. like, why are you like this? And he's like, what? It was cool yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> he, goes, he goes from an F9 being like, I'm upset that I'm kicked out of this family. Let me fuck over the entire world with nuclear war to I'm your fun uncle who used to be a spy. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's delightful. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, honestly my favorite like scene with him is still with the, the nephew. He's like, oh, wow, this is a cool car. He's, no, man. This thing's classic. It's mint. Come on. It's like, oh, yeah. That one was just like, God bless you, John Cena. Which, by the way, uh, part of the way that I want to bring this up is, thank God Frank couldn't join us because Frank hates John Cena so much. Well, he also hates the series. He was only there to yeah. let Nathan in as a, in a, as a <laughs> well, Love a you, guy. Frank. I hey, forgot it's to family. ask him how it's angry family. he was. And there's more you know, John There's Cena. actually a little more to that. I actually saw that Fast Five was playing at the Alamo and I was like, alright, Frank, you're gonna fucking watch it. Because he, he sings poetically about the first Fast and Furious. He's it's like, a good movie. He's like, man, and that scene where he's just 
when when he decides to say but anyway i was we were gonna do fast five and uh that got canceled and he's like i'll make it up to you by taking you to fast x that is a huge makeup to you wow <laughs> huge makeup. god bless well, Frank. i'm just looking here this is the eighth most expensive film ever made yep wow well it must be because there's at least a movie and a half on that budget but also, shot yeah, I mean, like, I mean, the, it's the same uh, thing know, with Avatar. The too, Rome the sequence watchers. at the beginning, and then the whole second half of this film is just one nonstop one action sequence after another. Yeah, it's I think just they actually, like, from what I'm seeing, here, actually did shoot that in Rome, like for yeah. the most part. Well, so I yeah. assume so. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like they could have done so much with stages and stuff. Like, no, they were tearing through Rome with that. That's and, why that sequence they, works, and the other stuff feels a little flat to me. I think a, there's a lot of I don't know. That one's such a like on location, real sense, real that it works so well, and other, some other set pieces seem very CGI'd. Of course, like it, and but not that bad kind of CGI. Well, yeah. well there's they, a shot of that they plane relegated that themselves like, to like bridges. I'm, I'm pretty a lot. sure that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the stuff towards the back half, outside of obviously the running down the dam and like the super planes, had a lot of practical stuff. I really enjoyed the cannon car, yeah. the John Cena. Was. Yeah, you could tell those are real explosions. On yeah, those cars. yeah, you yeah, can yeah. tell. I mean, they do a lot of practical stunts as much as they can with how much they have turned the dial past. 27. Yeah, and there's started at 11. They're really good at measuring that point you have tolerance for completely ridiculously impossible of like we can't just do one thing after another after another yeah. with that we got to build to it till we get to that point like okay and now pull away. But see there's you know, one thing like, that Nathan rode with me in the car to get here to record was that was so good about 9 that's kind of like what they're missing here is 9 had the repeated use of, in different ways, magnet cars as a gag. And it was fantastic, actually. Well, it was yeah, absurd. No. There's nothing until Cannon Car in this movie this is- that has any energy of creativity for the cars, I think. And that's something that's lost, where it's like, you don't seem to know what you're doing with the car stunts past that first scene, besides being they're like, oh, we're going to do a drag race again. Okay. You mean they run explode. out of gas? Ah, uh, it, it is a bit of also, a... Also, be quiet, right. <laughs> it is a, it's a bit of a downgrade past Nine's level of insanity, because in Nine they go to space, and there's nothing that really yeah. I mean, touches the that. most insane moment in this whole film for me, and won't say specifically what it is, but the conclusion of the we're chasing a bomb through Rome sequence, which is so ridiculous. And also, Vin Diesel is... Uh, Dom- Dominic Toretto is basically Einstein. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, like, figuring out complicated physics in his head involving his car on, like, just like a... Oh, wait, he played I Portal a lot. I think, so again, he's like, oh, okay. he swung on a bridge. For <laughs> yeah, what a <laughs> One of my favorite tropes of this franchise is whenever Michelle Rodriguez turns over to Vin Diesel with a blank expression and says, I hope you're not thinking what I think you're thinking. And then he switches a gear, drives off stoically, and does the most ludicrous fucking thing you've seen in your entire well, life. Not, it's like, you what, got damn right of in this. But, but ludicrous is Chris Bridges. <laughs> you might want a different Weirdly word. Weirdly as a straight man you might want for a use guy a different word. <laughs> you just know in that last big stunt that he does somewhere, Michelle Rodriguez just goes... You're not doing what I think you're doing with our son. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, I think, a lot of fun to be had in this. Um, I, I, it's also, this is the first one that we have to somewhat treat differently because it is supposed, you know, the first one that goes, it's not over, that ends with a cliffhanger. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is the first one of, oh my God, three, which is weird. They're just now saying that because for a while it was like yeah. just going to be two. Just two, yeah. And just like last week, they're like, oh, it's three. Now. Well, it, it, part of me thinks that Vin Diesel did that. Like he was just on 
Charlie Carpenter, he's like, you know what? I want to do three of them instead of two. He's, he's like, like I we're get, actually doing three, and he I said it to the media, so now they're three. like, God damn. The road got bigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you like Fast and the Furious films, you know, you don't have anything to worry about. This one's not going to let you if down. If you're not right, you probably have a good time. Yeah. Huh? Even right, 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 right had a good time. and cheering. Right, right oh had God. the loudest oh, reactions. get ready for my final uh, thoughts. Well, why don't we get into that? Yeah. Uh, I think two things are happening here. One, I think this is the beginning of the, like, Vin Diesel, because he's a big nerd as well. He's like a, a D&D guy. I think he's actually trying to f- do his own Lord of the Rings, where yeah. this is his fellowship. All the factions are separated out. No, that's called the, the Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, two, tw- uh, two towers is going to be that. And then Return of the King is going to be epic and crazy. I also think now, and you guys are not going to like me after this. I think this is going, this is kind of an incredible con in cinema history because I can still not fathom why people like this, uh, other than it being fun, because I think the... Uh, no, why would people like a fun thing? Well, other than it being fun... <laughs> why do children like, like but, hula like, hoops and but, but the thing is, like, judging, like, actually trying to uh, critique this film based on, like, you know, the acting and the, the storytelling and the script and everything else, and, like, we were even saying earlier, even, like, the, the choreography and, like, how it's shot, like, this is, like, utter, I'm sorry, dog shit. Like, I still do not understand. And, like, I would love to understand after I say this all this all this stuff and you guys try to convince me but like I I I I've always thought about it the the films is like wow I I'm really taken aback by how everyone is start is still thinking that these are great movies for whatever reason and other thing other than them being fun and then this one's coming out and then now this is the second movie I've seen. Granted, everyone's saying like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, everyone's still saying it's like, Oh, go watch the other ones. It's like, well, why do I have to do that? Because like, it would make sense. It's like, well, then that's not a good movie then is if you have to do this. So you yourself point out you don't have to do that. What do you mean? That you like, come into these like, yeah, I understand everything that's happening. Because they even fucking show at the beginning of the movie, yeah. like, just other films. was like, oh, okay, I guess I ca- I'm caught up now. Thanks, movie. Well, the uh, big problem is you only have a beer in your hand and you don't have any barbecue. And you're just literally <laughs> a little bit of barbecue away I, from loving this I, franchise. I, I think these uh, movies are... It sounds like my dad talking about the Avengers when it no, came totally. out. No, totally. And I, I get it. it <laughs> right? I, I feel... Right? I was actually... I, was, I have to say, it's like I was thinking about this earlier before... Before, uh, today, I was like, I'm going to come across as like old man yelling at Cloud. Yeah, uh, you're totally achieving. But yeah, yeah, yeah. for someone who hosts like trash in the can, yeah. like yeah. you for enjoying <laughs> shitty movies. Here's the thing this doesn't even come close to the shit that I've seen on that show. And like, this is be- like beyond bad compared to the things that I've seen in Trash in the Can. Yeah. And like, I. No, it's not. I will argue <laughs> that to the day I die. No, not a single film you've. Ever done. The now Baby on is there. one of the best movies ever made. And now on the Fast 11 review, we're bringing Eric in. <laughs> oh, no, Eric has never seen any of these, and he... Oh, no, Eric would hate these. Yeah, Eric I know, would hate but these, he'd like, be more crazy. But, uh, I, I... An old man at cloud. I, I, I will say, it's, I, I appreciate... Like, here's what I think it is. It's good for, uh, 
one-time viewing. Uh, like, I don't understand these. I don't see why, like, ultimately, like, they would ever be, like, rewatchable because they just, it's just, like, trash. Just like, can you see my kids, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Are you going to review the actual movie or are you just going to talk about I already said it's like the acting is, the acting is pretty goddamn terrible except for, like, a few performances here and there. Jason Momoa as the bad guy being just full-blown crazy pants, which is really fun to watch. And he's basically it. Vin Diesel is still proving that he's either secretly sometimes a great actor or just awful. And, uh, and everyone else is just like middling around and just like, just no one gives a shit. Uh, like I, I don't think that actually people want to be a part of it. They're just saying like, Hey, I was in a Fast and the Furious movie. That's what I'm taking from the actors and their performances. Definitely in like that opening with like Brie Larson and, uh, Adam, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, and just like they're just a part of it just like well this is the most eighth most expensive movie ever made i'll get paid fairly well and now i also get to say i was in a fast and furious movie uh i think these movies are garbage and so i'm gonna give this uh two out of ten um i don't give a fuck i'm gonna call it now you're not allowed on the next fast i am gonna sign up you're not i'm gonna gonna sign up here's the thing like if you ever needed a plus one yeah Yeah. (laughs) you were you were i might um, you were in there enjoying the movie on oh, yeah. its level on its merit. <laughs> it's so funny. I was laughing and I was like, like, "Oh man!" But like, you have to approach your movie. It's like it's like if you went to go see like a old James Bond movie and get out and be like, "That was nothing like Tinker Solar to- Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy." Seriously, right. like you have to appreciate the movie on the level it's coming to. You. And it's not like they're trying to make a hard hitting real. Oh action no, no, movie. no, no, no! They're I trying to it. make Big and Dumb. I, I get and it. Like Big and Dumb, dumb. is like I'm just not here for it. But like, you literally are here right now for it. Yeah. So? Yeah. That's the thing. You it's also like, were having a 40X experience To there. critique something that is big and dumb, that is going for big and dumb, but is actually really into kind of, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, the art of doing yeah, big right, and dumb. But, but the thing is, like, I don't, I'm not convinced 100% that they are trying to do that because I disagree. here's, here's well, why. I because I think Vin Diesel is taking this seriously. Which is why Which, it works. It yeah. doesn't work! It's his job. Of course he takes it seriously. Everyone else, I think, is thinking, like, oh, this is dumb as fuck. And, and Vin Diesel No, that's knows, just Tyree like, Skipson. It's I'm the sorry. only... But he's... He is... I, I, it's he, the only I, franchise he's, he's still I will on. say, right. right. <laughs> that's what's so fucking dumb. You're, 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 you're wrong, man. No, I'm not. Yes, yeah. you are. Right, this is like if you walked out of John Wick and said... I don't think that gun would have that many bullets. Yeah, exactly. Right Thank has you. his pitchfork right now. He is ready to stand <laughs> oh my god! It, like, I, yeah. But what's funny is I'm like sort of gonna agree with you on this movie, but like your take on the franchise, I think is a little Granted, misguided. I'm I, well, it's a hundred percent misguided because I've not seen any yeah, of the other it, movies. It's very it's narrow. But you're judging it despite being told for the second time. No, this is literally the intent of the franchise well, by people who've watched every movie. Ben, is, ben will pay you $1,000 if you'll watch all of the films. Well, well, I, literally, I, I have him on you know Blu-ray. What's so funny? We can play the drinking You know what's game. so funny? <laughs> I will say, I'm not going to take that out. <laughs> I can't do it. Right? I, it's like, I will buy you a bottle of whiskey for each movie to take a shot every time he says family. <laughs> I would fucking die by four. Actually, they don't say it that much. I know, it's my point, but I'm yeah. trying to prove it's him like, wrong. It's like two or three times top. And this is why I'm trying really? to prove him wrong. Thank well, you. Anyway, uh, Alan, it's okay. your turn. Yeah. So, I mean, what's funny is, after saying all that, I think this movie's kind of a mess, and I didn't love it. <laughs> but I do think, oh. like, there are movies in this franchise where they do big and dumb, smart, and good. Like, they, they know what they're doing. 
And there are there are definitely examples of it where it's like, holy shit, like it's you have to be really skilled and smart to make a movie this stupid good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and what it, I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's like kind of the mantra of the franchise ever since five. Five and on, that mm-hmm. is definitely they're like this is what we're going for. But everyone's like, like Dad, let's make a fucking stupid movie. <laughs> and uh, some movies like accomplish it better, some don't. I think this one, maybe it's because, you know, the director's switching three movies at once, whatever. I think it's a real sort of mess. I think without Momoa, it would have been like a pretty tough hang. You know, without him 100%. really going for it. Like, mm-hmm. he really, you could feel it in like 10, 15 minute stretches where he doesn't have a scene. You really start yeah. to get like, oh my god, what is gonna ha- like? What's happening? And then he comes on, the movie kind of gets up, livens up again. Like yeah. any scene with Vin Diesel and Ratcatcher from Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, I like, forgot to mention. She's yeah, she's there, like, good. Yeah. yeah, it's that that stuff, and, and you know, there's like, but a you solid, have to have those because that's part of the whole. Because trip. it's and, all about and, family. Well, and I typically, get it. and typically, those scenes are balanced better with the absurd scenes. Like, and a, the best of these movies, there's a real good balance of that really like cheesy corny family stuff that's over, way over these oh sentimental but it's done very sincerely very earnestly yeah and that works with the balance of the absurd this one that balances this all off there not to say like there weren't scenes that happened and things that happened i was like really enjoying and had a really fun time with but overall felt pretty disjointed um i'll go six out of ten terrible movie sucking halting cameos <laughs> Uh, ben? Yeah, I'm very much with Alan on this. Like, I love this franchise. Like, there's faults. Like, I'm not a big fan of Hobbs and Shaw. I think it's fine and stuff like that. But it's like, this one just kind of stands out as being so uneven. Like, again, that first action sequence is so good. So good that, like, the rest of the movie has to live up to that. And just, it takes probably until that last highway chase sequence even get close to that and I just feel like it still doesn't quite hit it. The fact that there's callbacks to some of its greatest hits of the franchise does pay some great, you know, headway on that because it it's fun to see those homages while doing it in a different way. That's great. But overall it's just like it's just grading. Again, as everyone said, when it's not Momoa, it pretty much is grading. Otherwise, I mean I still think the Dom scenes are fine. Yeah, it slows down a lot in some of those, but it's like yeah, we really don't need the rest of the cast in most of this movie. And, like, it it feels like nobody told them how they're supposed to write a part of a, part of a you know, hang, a cliffhanger series. Like, like you know, people complain with, like, Empire Strikes Back. It was like, man, that feels like they're trying to set up for the next movie. It's like, yeah. This movie all the way feels like, did they forget that this is a movie on its own, in its own right? Because it it, do- feels- it literally does end on, like, a... Dun, dun, dun. Well, Vin Diesel, get out of this. Tune in next week to find I, out. It's like a real, like, I have off-the-cliff zero thing. problem with that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like that, that as well. I'm it's saying the rest, confident I'm as hell. The, I'm <laughs> saying the rest of the movie, though, doesn't seem to understand that it has to still stand on its own movie. And it feels like it's just trying to lay out more and more for the next movie and the movie after that, which is fine. But it's like, yeah, this whole franchise has made so many bones off of not caring that there's a next movie, and then finding out what they have to do when the next movie gets written. They couldn't just keep doing that because it works so well for the rest of the franchise. I I love that they don't even have, like, the second, the two other movies planned out just yet. They're just, because they haven't filmed it, I'm assuming they haven't written it yet. No, no, no. Oh, no. No, no, they have. They're filming them right now. They're filming them right now. And that's that's what I'm saying is, it feels like they decided we have to pull punches because there's other story to still tell. I'm like, 
but the rest of the franchise has just been like, let's go balls to the wall and we'll figure it out next time. And it's like, just do that for these last three movies. And that's why, I don't know, I gotta give this, yeah, I'm gonna go with Alan of six out of ten helicopters that are just there for show. <laughs> Nathan? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I need to really parrot what everybody else is saying. I have parrot pretty me. much the similar thoughts. Uh, I am here for this franchise no matter what, through thick and thin. Um, this is definitely messier than nine, but not as much of a mess as eight or Hobbs mm-hmm. and Shaw was. Uh, I realized that I just called it Hobbs because Hobbs. it really is just the rock show. People are like, there was a Calvin and Hobbs yeah. movie in the middle of the <laughs> I mean, at this point. But no, uh, there are some things I really admire about it. I really enjoyed the action set pieces, obviously, have that maintained level of competence. The cast is always fun to watch interact with each other, but it the way it's bifurcated really left uh, a lack of momentum with this one where, you know, I'm checking, I'm like, this was only like two hours, 10 minutes. It felt like a solid two hour, 30 to two hour. It it felt long. It felt, felt long in a way that a lot of these don't. And a lot of that is due to the fact that it is holding back. I like that the family is no longer super spies. They're now criminals and wanted. I thought that that was a nice way to get themselves out of this. Once you're super spies, what do you do at this point? Right. Sort of thing. Um, Momoa is a lot of fun. They really kind of Jack Nicholson Batman him where they just kept in every... Cesar Romero! <laughs> I mean, let's not act One like Nicholson doesn't have... Yeah, he's, he's jokering it up. Um, I gotta disagree with you, Chris, as far as the cliffhanger. I found it to be fun in the sense that it's funny that they're trying to do a cliffhanger, but... Vin Diesel has shown himself capable of surviving feats that we... (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously, like, no one for a second would watch that and think... He's not going to survive. This. Yes, yeah. So, like, I mean, I mean, it's that would same. be great if they killed him. It, I mean, I'm just saying it would be great if they killed it, Vin Diesel. No, we no, be quiet, please. Right? No, I'm just saying, like, for the review, someone put the bottle of whiskey in his mouth. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> let's not act like that isn't sort of the problem. Once they kill off both Spider-Man and Black Panther in Infinity War, where you're like, okay, so they got to get him back, you right? Know? But, but I don't uh, think it's a problem. But by and large, I found it to be an enjoyable time at the theater. I had a blast watching it with y'all, and I recommend it if you like the franchise. It's not the worst of them. It's not the best of them. Um, but it may lead to better movies ahead. There seems to be a lot of stuff on the table. You making that Tolkien pull is like literally like Vin Diesel has been going on a whole. Like, oh, he he Tolkien. Is, this is the fast. You said Lord of the Rings of action movies. This yeah, is the Lord of the. He's Rings listening of to this movies. review and he's coming. But yeah, after I say that, I I give this. I'm saying he's ejaculating. I give yes, this. We got that. No, he's jizzing. I give this uh, six out of ten Rashomon sequences to Fast Five and American Masterpiece. Yeah, I, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I found this delightful almost all the way through. Uh, my only problems at all were with the Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson sequences, which are just ultimately you go, why are these here? And also, very rarely are those sequences funny in these movies. It's called grading. And especially because the Jason Momoa stuff is all funny. The John Cena stuff is all funny. Mm -hmm. So when they're balancing versus that with these just, oh my God, awful sequences. I think Tyrese had like one joke that got me to go like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But, uh, yeah. Ultimately, you're like these are like dad jokes from two like rappers. What the fuck? These are the guys who should be the funniest people. And like, yeah, you, like, usually, I find ludic- they're, they're like dynamic 
good enough. This like, is, chemistry, but it was rough in this. This, yeah, like mean, a, this yeah. feels like jokes in an Ice Cube movie that came out this year or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, what it the? Feels fuck? like jokes in a Kevin Hart movie. Yeah, I just so terrible. But you know, I mean, I I was with it in the sense of watching it where I'm like. Okay, well, this is all leading somewhere. Here's the thing. It's not. It's just so that they're on screen. And we go, why is there, when they finally bring Jason Statham into it, and a really wonderful Han has yet to encounter the guy who, quote, killed him but in a pre- in, in uh, Tokyo Drift. So, like, this is a really great scene. Why is there not just more following up on that? Well, because it's a lead-in to Statham causing more cards in the next movie. But that being said... Ooh, carnage. Carnage. Okay. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Boo earns! But there are so many characters, as I said before. There's like 500 characters in these movies at this point. So there's got to be some amount of, like, give and take. They can't all be in the same scenes in the whole movie. There's just... they. It just doesn't work. And they're leading to something bigger than what's happening here, because Jason Momoa, like, this is the first one. Jason Momoa is just like, haha, he's the Joker. He does, just wants to watch the world burn type, type of villain. He's not like, I have an evil plan to make lots of money. No, he just wants to torture Dominic, and he's having a great time doing it. Well, that's not going to last for three movies, so I think there's something else coming. Well, by the third, he'll be on the team. And we'll be taking down Robert Downey. Oh Martin my god, Vin Diesel would be the bad guy. No, no, it's got to be Idris Elba back, right? All is forgiven. No, but Idris Elba, remember, like, at, at the end, went like, oh, I've, I've wasted my life. It was like, of Hobbs and Shaw. He was like, I realize now I was bad. Oh, shit, I'm dead anyway. But is he dead? No, of course he's well, not dead. What if, what if, this movie, he's not dead. Yeah, yeah. And no one is dead. No, what no what if, though, what if, though, they bring back Paul Walker? <laughs> Uh, I'd be all for that if it turned out for the out. third one, but he is the bad no, guy. No, no, I still hold out hope that the Paul Walker death was a hoax, just to have the ultimate payoff for the He's third. Yeah, in, in here's how I'll time. say this: it becomes like that scene when Captain Marvel appears in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> he just I, arrives uh, in his blue. I'll super. say this: is like if if uh, oh, go on. Sorry, Chris. Uh, I hate this. That's where I know you just can't stop talking. Sometimes I understand. I, know. I have that same problem. Yeah, yeah. It's clear you like this movie. You can't stop I'm talking wrong. about it. I I enjoyed the fuck out of this. I, I the things I didn't like are. actually actually relatively brief all things considered and the stuff i liked was really positive uh that rome sequence is among the top three best action sequences in this entire fucking franchise it is tight it's well shot it has lots of fun little oh yay, yay moments like like i said the simple motorcycle bit that alan and i were both cheering on yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it, it's a wonderful little moment that makes you go wow yes michelle rodriguez is a total yeah. badass that whole scene really seems but when dom sad. like uh, protects the people under the awning oh, that's that so was funny. so funny i was like this is so stupid but it's i love so that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, See, now that there's a little bit of right that's starting to get literally it. do we have like some barbecue to get right. I, 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 want, I wanted it to stop like in, Where are the ribs? Uh, like in the Sherlock Holmes movie when he's picturing the fights, he goes, alright, that's about to blow up, so I need to protect the, the patio by going on two wheels here. And, yeah. Oh. I, again, Dom is basically Einstein crossed with Dominic. You know, he's yeah, just like, yeah. he can figure out the most complicated physics Second, as long as he's in a car. Yeah, the yeah, second, car. second involves <laughs> an engine. Well, he didn't take away his car, so he's fucked. Yeah. But no, I, I had a great time all the way through this. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 8 out of 10 um, uh, Dwayne Johnsons that we're going to get 
in the next movies, no matter what they've been saying in the press. It will throw him so much money. Oh, yeah. No, like, this is this movie assures you, oh, don't worry, he'll be here. It I mean, assures him that him, that like, Black Adam didn't Black work. Black Adam, and yeah. then more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Black Adam sucked, but, like... Uh, but, like they paid him more than bad, Black Adam made but, in box office. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, do I, the Black Adam is an example of how you make a big, dumb movie just terrible. This is a big a, dumb movie that's fun. You mean a Maybe DC you movie should Chris. come back. Yes, I do. A Warner Brothers DC movie. Well, that James Gunn didn't direct anyway. Yes. 